Hey there, FASA fans. This is Brad Decker, line developer for 1879. This is just to let you know that the Kickstarter for the 1879 Players and Game Masters Companions is ongoing now until Friday, November 6th. This is one of the best ways to support the line and to get yourself some books at a great price, so be sure to get those pledges in before the deadline. You can find the link to the campaign directly on our front page at FASAGames.com. Salutations, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boojums, an 1879 RPG actual play podcast. Chapter 2 Buckleberry Estate. Excellent. Um, maybe we'll skip ahead to the next morning. Um, what are folks thinking of doing in the morning? Where would they want to go first? <laughs> just a reminder, I do, I do have that map on the Rules Books Map channel. Give you a sense of where the tavern is versus other places. There was a mention of Buckleberry Estate and the old Buckleberry Forest, I think. Yes. So we should check out the. We should probably check out the estate first. Yes, they've been having the missing animals, I believe, right? Yes, dig something up. And there's Grantham Farm, who has a missing prize pumpkin. You never know when things can be related, especially when pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns are part of the the local culture. Ladies, any thoughts? Oh, I do lean towards the estate myself. All right. Yes, that's what I was thinking, too. Then to the estate it is. So we'll... head out the door, and I will glance both ways to see if there's a carriage about, and of course be disappointed. (laughs) I'm just going to kind of look at him. You know it's a small town, right? It never hurts to look. If you can't walk the five to ten minutes it takes. Right. Walking is fine, too. I'm just going to roll my eyes. As you head outside, you notice it's a bit of an overcast day. It looks like it's probably going to rain. Anybody actually, I think... Dilia, Dr. Winter has weather as a knowledge. Maybe get a, a weather roll. <laughs> Something we've never done on Earth on, that's for sure. Uh, it's on the uh, Initiate Novice Streaming page, I believe. Knowledge weather, yeah. Roll 22 has a step of 8. So roll step 8. Okay. Oh, it's on some other channel here. Let's see. Oops, that's okay. We'll figure it out. 8, okay. You think it's gonna, it is going to rain soon. Um, maybe even thunder in an hour or two. Okay. Okay. So you can relay that to others or not. That's up to you. I think it's going to be raining. That's the sense I get with a thunderstorm. So we should try to get there quickly to the estate. Especially since the tracks may be washed away. True. With that, I will pick up the pace. Okay. And as you head up the to Pease Hill, you realize the entire, pretty much the entirety of Pease Hill is uh, is the Bucklebury Estate. Um, you notice it's you know it's well put together but a little more free-spirited you can tell that there are sections where uh it's been allowed to naturally grow some of it is cultivated some of it is not it's almost like it's an operation running with not enough farm hands to keep everything uh nice and tidy and um you will see uh this uh elf gentleman very tall elf gentleman um at the top of the hill looking down at you folks 
as you approach, and he waves. I will wave back. Sorry, what was that, Pam? I think you had something to do. I'll nod. (laughs) And uh, as you get closer, you notice that he has a bit of a purplish skin, bluish hair. Um, He's he's one of the only Boojums outside of the kids that you've um, seen so far. Um, And uh, he said, hello, folks. Um, And he nods at uh, Amos and says, oh, nice to see another Boojum. Wise. And uh, some Hoojums, too, as he nods at the rest of you and winks. And uh, Hoojim's not a term any of you have probably heard um, Mm. at all, Uh, but you can maybe imply from the way he's winking at you, it's probably Mm. taking Boojim and human and Mm -hmm. trying to make a good joke out of it. Um, And uh, I'll say, oh, so what can I do for you fine folks? Travelers, are you? Actually, I'm here to investigate. There seems to be some livestock missing. Oh, yes. Goats. And uh, sheep, and oh, my prize-winning donkey the other day was gone. Um, all there was was just some blood and hair left. It's too bad. It's the only... I only have the one donkey. I have to somehow get another one now. Can you show us where? Oh, sure, sure. And he'll lead you kind of across the road to the barn area. And you'll notice beyond the barn, there is, um, along the hill there, there is a crop of uh, corn and... Um, the corn rows actually uh every like fifth row or so there are some scarecrows hanging up high from the post about five of them and um and there's not any rooks or crows in sight so you're thinking oh maybe these scarecrows are doing their job not too bad and uh he's gonna lead you to the barn um and go over to uh, a little pen off to the side of the barn where he'll say well um the donkey was there uh before um, oh, I gotta come up with a name for the donkey. Um, I'm gonna need that name generator thing now because I can't think. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thomas the donkey. How about that? <laughs> My poor Thomas. He seems to have uh, lost his life to some foul creature. Um, I thought before maybe wolf or something like that, but we have not had wolves in this part for oh, centuries, maybe. Although, you know. Things have changed in the last couple of years as he kind of gestures <laughs> at himself. <laughs> uh, look at me. I was, everyone called me old Benj. Uh, and he kind of points at uh, Amos and says, how old do you think I am? Hard to say with the change. Looking glass fever changes so much. Yeah, uh, I tell you. 60. No, I just turned 100 last year and I don't look a day over, what, 30 now after all that? Leave congratulations are in order. Well, and I will nod to him. There are some downsides. Um, uh, my poor wife and children all died during uh, from LGF, uh, from the Looking Glass Fever. Um, I'm sorry for your loss. And uh, I've had, uh, it's been a weird adjustment taking over the estate again. I mean, I handed it off to my children 40 years ago, and uh, I'm taking it over again. Mm. Well, anyways, uh, he will guide you over to... Uh, a spot where it looks like there's definitely some markings on the ground indicating there was a struggle here um, some blood and hair um, all over the place um, but why don't we go to folks with uh, evidence analysis who would be doing that so when we start with Mrs. Cross what would she be doing uh, so how big is the area that with the struggle oh it encompasses a big area like what do you want to do like 10 square yards maybe or so Wow. It just looks like a real mess here. Like, 
it's like someone stole an elephant away kind of thing but you know it's just a donkey fair um I, I think what I'd like to do is uh, focus in on wherever the most blood spattering is okay. and uh, try to use my evidence analysis to see um, yeah see if I can get an idea of what ex- or exactly happened okay. and I'll get you to roll your evidence analysis then and you can do that with karma as a reminder yeah let's try that where's it and while you're thinking on that i had forgotten another another aspect 1879 that we're not used to and that is tagging and i'll get to that in a second after your roll okay all right 11 so we'll consider that one extra success on difficulty five so first of all tagging you may tag one uh for evidence analysis and what this is is basically it's kind of like experience points so you could put like an X or something like that next to um, evidence analysis saying that you've tagged for one use of it. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that unlike Earth Dawn, where you have talents that are magically pushed up by meditation and all that, um, or if you've got a skill, then you have to work for like a week or two weeks or three weeks, depending on the rank you're doing up. In this system, uh, significant use of uh, skill is treated as kind of like a sort of experience point kind of system. So in order to go from, what rank are you at right now for evidence analysis? Three. Three. So if you wanted to go to four, you will have to have used evidence analysis four times before you could spend to raise it. So uh, you mark for one now, and that resets Mm -hmm. each time. So once you have four and you spend it, then it goes back to zero. Yeah. So there's a section called tag on the sheet. I'd probably just use X's or something like that. And so I would probably also have Metatrophini mark for the occult as well. Okay, because I've used it just the once or the twice that I used it there? I would say once, because it's supposed once. to be once per scene, basically. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, this is kind of so similar to melee combat. You know, you're going to use it a whole bunch in one scene. You're not going to get all yeah. those uses. You're just going to get one out of it. Makes sense. Uh, did I miss anyone else using a skill? Uh, weather. That was another one. So Dr. Winter. Um mm-hmm. On your sheet where it says weather, on the far right it says tags. You just put an X in there for now. That'll mark for one. All right, so we're back on 11 here. So on two successes, you get two questions that you can ask. A how or what question. Um, Man, the one question I want is not really a how or a what. Um, That's the difficulty. Also, I love this kind of system because it puts it onto the players to come up with this kind of stuff, and not me. <laughs> uh, tell me if I'm doing this wrong, but like, uh, how did the donkey leave? Like, I'm trying to think, like, whether because the donkey's not there anymore, right? Yeah. Um, what else would I want for a question? Okay, so we'll go. We'll start with that. Okay. And go that as you know, Mrs. Cross is walking around and trying to trace, you know donkey tracks let's say um you do not find any tracks leading anywhere and this implies to you you think that this may have been it may have been carried away or consumed or something like that some some means that does not involve it basically walking away or running away okay and is so outside of the role like is there any damage to the to the corral or um Oh, this is just like other than I'm just the role you're doing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any damage to the corral? Uh, yeah. You'll notice that there's 
you know, some repairs. If if you ask um, Benj, old Benj, uh, you'll find out that uh, his uh, he got a, at least his one farmhand helped with uh, fixing the fence um, for whatever broke in. But they had to get new um, they had to get new wood. So you can see a section that has some new wood there. Okay. Is there? Can can we see the old wood? Like, can I ask Bench to show us the old wood? Yeah, and he'll lead you over to a scrap pile okay. of old wood. So, I know it says how and what. This It also says you're looking for facts. So, yeah. can I inspect the old wood to see whether there's any, uh, like, hairs or cloth or anything attached to the old wood? Uh, as you're looking through, maybe you, uh, you probably have a magnifying glass or something like that, I'd imagine. And you're looking at maybe, is there any fibers or something in the wood? Um, and you find that there are what you think are kind of plant fibers in there. Um, and that's, they're kind of deadish. Um, yeah. uh, but it's not a grass or anything like that. You're not actually sure what it is, but it's some kind of plant fiber. Is Perfect. In there. I'll tuck yeah, some of those into my notebook. Okay. <laughs> and there is a bit of like blood spatter to it and a little bit of donkey fur, you think? Interesting. Thank you. Okay. And are you considering that one like your second thing, kind of? Yeah. yeah okay, that makes sense. Um, anybody else want to do uh, investigation? Uh, not exactly investigation, I'm, but it's related to it. I'm going to use detect magic and see if there's any Ooh. magic, sort of lingering magic in the area. That's a good choice. All right, roll detect magic. Okay, I just have to remember how to roll spells again. So it's just it's I a roll spell, my spell slot. slot. Yeah. So yeah. it's you just roll effect test basically. Okay, so step eight. Or wait, so it's sorry. Or wait. Step eight. It's no, you roll your rank as if it's spell casting, I think, and then the effect test is whatever the spell is, right? I think. Does that I'm sound right? Really? That sounds right. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that way, because otherwise it would just be the same thing every time, no matter yes. what rank you raise it. So it'd be perception plus your rank in that spell. Yeah, in my spell slot. And right now in that spell slot, I have detect magic. Okay, I'm gonna look up that spell so I know what that is. It is page uh, 377 under detect. Detect Excellent. magic. Is there active mana in the area or present in the target, such as in, in an enchantment or a running spell? Okay. Might not be the best, but. Well, we'll see what I level of success right you get. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, so the effect is rank plus will. Yep. Yeah. So you so, roll your. Yeah, yeah. So first, yeah. I roll the spell slot, right? I think. Why don't yes. we just roll the... Yeah, yeah, roll that. Okay, so... It's always a chance it's a, it's a total fail. Yeah, true. Okay, let's see. Yeah, nine will be... We'll call it a success for this. Okay, so, so now roll your effect. Rank plus will. So that would be the rank in, in yeah. spellcasting? So yep. The spell slot? Yep. So the one. spell slot, yep. Plus will. Yeah. So we got a 12. All right, I'm just reading a bit here. Yep. No problem. Okay, whatever the game master determines appropriate is part of it. So, uh, there you go. Examples of it are. So, what what uh, version of detect do you think you have? Detect magic specifically. I have detect magic. That's yeah, the, okay. I have that specifically as well as detect okay. spirit. But I cast magic. All right, on a twelve, and I'll say that's an extra success. Uh, I will say two successes is enough. To say that there is definitely no spell here now or no active magic, okay. but there is remnants of something magical going on here. Okay. And like, There's... is it in the wood or is it just sort of in the air around it? Um, around do you place? have astral sight or any equivalent? No, it is not just... until the next um, okay. initial 
like I'm... it's not an initiative <laughs> next thing up all right so i can't give you much more than that than that no. other than it's you know and there you is some magic somewhere somewhere yeah not okay. active anymore but it was and i would basically because you don't have astral sight you can't yeah. see that kind of stuff but i figure with an extra success on sort of feel detect it. magic you can feel remnant Okay, and that's the only sort of investigating I'm doing in this section. Alright. And then, uh, if I could, I would like to go where the wood was broken and yeah. start looking for tracks. Okay. I will basically do the same thing I did yesterday. I'll grab my, my goggles out and start yep. crawling around looking for tracks. Okay. Alright, mm-hmm. uh, roll your perception, I think it was, for that? Uh, my tracking. Oh, tracking. Go ahead. Holy! <laughs> 44! No All effect, right. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, so on what we're going to call nine successes, I guess. What? All right, uh, is there a mystic defense you have to beat to track something, that kind of thing? Is that how it works? It beat the mystic defense of the thing you're tracking? I guess if it's using something to hide where it's going, then yes. Mm, It's not, but I think with the extra successes, I'm just going to see what the mystic defense of what would have done this is. And yeah, it's not that significant, so yeah. All right, so I have some notes for you. (laughs) Oh I'm my sure god. You do. <laughs> 44. Okay. You are putting your tracking skills to very good use here because you are seeing some very, very, very strange tracks that you get a hold of. There are markings on the ground indicating that one or maybe many creatures with very elongated feet that are shuffling um, have been through here. Um, you again uh, do, of course, see blood and hair around, but you sometimes see pieces of what can be best described as plant matter. Um, just random kind of pieces of leaves and things. I will um, grab some of those for further analysis. And uh, there is a, you do at one point find a pile of what you thought was droppings, like poop or something, but it's actually, it looks to be like a mush of some kind uh, that's dried out in the sun a bit. Um, you don't think it's from, uh, you don't think it's poop actually or anything like that. You just, you're wondering if someone dumped a squash here and let it dry out or something and um once in a while you'll you'll find a mysterious burn mark too as you're tracing along this how peculiar uh madam trefini have you any knowledge of a creature with elongated feet that would perhaps leave the occasional burn mark i'm afraid this falls outside my expertise she may have stepped away damn you there we'll just wait for a minute for her I can't quite understand what her message means, but... Oh, oh, she follows you. All right, just... Oh, that's what it means. Okay. Just, she's going to follow along. Maybe uh, rephrase the question to Mrs. Cross, maybe, in some way. <laughs> or we can wait a minute, or whatever it is. Yeah, Mrs. Cross's thoughts on elongated feet are uh, people feet <laughs> Do- yeah, versus donkey feet. This is kind of like a couple feet long. If you're going to feet, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Tend to be very narrow. Yeah, very narrow too. Hmm. And uh, maybe Delia, we'll get uh, your character to roll evidence analysis um, for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look that up because I know you have that as well. Uh, it's nine. Is the step? I don't know if you're on mute still. Or... Sorry, I, I just want to get a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We're thinking it just uh, Pam had stepped away, so we're gonna see if maybe you want to. I oh. did it did it okay 14 nice so in this scene you can ask two how or what questions actually on that no yeah, okay, I, have, I do have a how question all right 
or sorry, a wet question. Um, what was the weather like that day or when this animal went missing? Was it, um, or was there some kind of any weirdness going on in the weather or the atmosphere? Um, basically, you could probably ask this of old Benj and find out um, nothing unusual that day. Um, of that night that it disappeared. Actually, it was definitely at night uh, that he says that it disappeared. Um, it was a calm, clear night, uh, half moon, not a full moon or anything like that. <laughs> and one more question. Okay. Or you can hold the question for a little bit, too. Yeah, I'll hold it. Maybe you can ask Madame Truffini what, what you were asking before. Yeah, so we'll return to, <laughs> we'll return to Amos's question. Sorry. <laughs> Madame Trofini, um, would you know of some type of creature that would have elongated, maybe up to two feet long, narrow feet, and would leave the occasional burn mark? I have a theory, but it, it's crazy. Hmm, I'm gonna think about it. Got knowledge of the occult, which could include some, like, that sort of creep, like... You could roll it. I mean, I, you probably won't get, you won't get much, but you can roll it. We'll yeah. see if you get ridiculous kind of Noah roll or not. Nope. <laughs> yeah, at a seven? Yeah, no. No, not at all. No, I'm afraid I don't have any information, any knowledge of a creature such as that. But I'm curious to gain it. Well, this may sound rather odd, but I'm thinking with the, <laughs> with the information available, and this is a leap, I know, what if... The large pumpkin that's missing from the patch was actually a jack-o'-lantern, and it was climbing around with its vines. I might think that you knocked yourself on the head, sir. That certainly is a leap. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I will I will lay this out for you. There's long tracks here, about two feet long and very narrow, much like a vine. There appears to be what looks like dried... Uh, the insides of a pumpkin right here, and I'll point to them. There's little bits of plant matter scattered around the area, like they were torn off in a maybe a fight with a donkey, and the gigantic pumpkin is missing. And last but not least, there's small burn marks. If you look very carefully right here and here and here, maybe like a candle. I won't rule anything out, but it really depends on how long ago the pumpkin went missing. We'd have to look into that as well, wouldn't we? And if any large candles are missing. Just basing this on what I see. Of now, course. would you like to follow this and see where it goes? I think that sounds like a great idea. All right, then. Okay, I will continue following. As you're doing that, it is starting to rain and getting very dark. Of course it is. And you're beginning to hear thunder in the distance. Wait, always inconvenience with the weather. I'm going to get, um, you're not too far from the the corn crop at the moment where you're investigating all this, and I'm going to have everyone roll perception or awareness oh, at this okay. point. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm looking yeah. at tracks. I'm looking at tracks. Well, yeah. you burned all your luck on that 44, so. What number do I do? Uh, let's look at yours. It is... I don't think you have awareness. I don't no. think I have either of those. Things. So seven. Uh, it's just your perception step. Okay. All right. So on an eight, Mrs. Cross. Oh, boy, Mrs. Cross, I think you were probably, you know, you were, uh, what was it? You were kind of saying that Amos is a little crazy for suggesting what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, I was dismissing him pretty out of hand. Dismissing him a bit. 
And uh, as you're thinking about how ridiculous that is, you're looking off over the cornfield, and you could have swore you just saw one of the scarecrow's arms just moved. How windy is it? Uh, it's getting pretty windy, but you think this wasn't the wind at all. Like, it moved like it was human kind of thing. Like, it changed huh. its position. Just one arm, not like both of them or something. Interesting. This. I could have just sworn, and uh, maybe this little village is getting to me, but I could have just sworn a scarecrow's arm just moved and, like, it was adjusting itself. Hmm. With that, I will immediately stand up and look at her and go, which one? Why that one there. And you see its arm move. (laughs) You see its arm move to scratch its nose. Perhaps Perhaps your giant pumpkin is, in fact, a giant scarecrow? The evidence doesn't support it, but I won't rule it out. And with that, I will pull my uh, sniper rifle off my shoulder and look through the scope at the uh, scarecrow. How far off is the scarecrow? Say about 15 yards from where you're at right now. As oh. he's, oh, as he's okay. looking at it, I'm going to just walk over towards it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's through the okay, corner. Sorry. You have to go through the corner. Ah, okay. <laughs> now, I'm going to. First, I'll sort of stand there and I'm going to draw draw a card just to sort of do a quick look and all right then and i'll just tuck it back away and start walking to get got the three of cups upside down which is i like this aspect of uh three of cups upside down in overindulgent gossip and isolation oh dear (laughs) oh i think isolation Um. counts Sorry, I didn't realize it was 15 yards. If it's only 15 yards, I will actually pull my sidearm. Okay. And uh, cautiously approach. Okay. And this is just one of the scarecrows there. It does seem to be about five in the field, but um, you can only see about three of them from where you are. And uh, yeah, are you all approaching then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's starting to wind, get windy and raining. And um, yeah, what do you do as you approach? Who's going first? I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go with <Maybe>. Dwarf. <laughs> okay. As you're both going ahead first, uh, are you going through like the row that it's on or trying to come at this from an angle? I'll, I'll go straight at it. Go the cor- to it as well. Corn Actually, is pretty you know tall, so... Yeah. After, after, as soon as we hit the corn, I will yep. use my stealthy stride and go off to the right and get a better, like, basically flank it. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing my best to sort of go as straight at it as I can. Okay. And are you drawing a weapon or something, or are you just like Myself? Curious? No, I am not. You're just I am curious. walking towards it. Okay. Almost roll your That's... stealthy stride. Done. Excellent. All right. Ten. All right. Well, then I'll make a roll then, too. Uh, let me look it up. All right. <laughs> no. He doesn't notice you at all. And Madame Truffini, what are you doing as you approach? How close are you going to get? Sort of not quite where I can't touch it yet. So mm-hmm. in theory, it can't touch me because I'm assuming it's also up a bit. Yeah, it is up a post, basically. Yeah, I'm going to look up at it. Huh, hello there. And you're what, like three, four yards yeah. away kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, and as this is happening, what is Mrs. Cross doing? Uh, I will follow uh, fairly close to uh, Madame Trefini, uh and I will also have my pistol loose. Excellent. And Dr. Winter? Kind of cowering a little bit behind Amos, just hoping to not uh, get hurt in this scuffle. I will okay. gesture for her to stay stay still. The hand gestures. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, as Madame Trefini says, he greets this thing. It is going to jump down. And so we're going to do initiative and do a combat here. 
I'm gonna add Scarecrow to my thing. Oh wait, I gotta reset everything. Yep. Give me a second here. There we go. Alright, so for initiative, um, so Fidelia's benefit initiative is used to determine who does what in what order to okay. figure out what's going on if we're in a situation that's light combat or combat like in that time matters. Okay. Um, so initiative for your character right now is seven. So you would type in uh, in the brackets I seven just like Noah did there. Uh, it has is to be in the brackets though. Uh, it is yeah. If you don't have heavy armor or something, then it's just your dex basically. Oh, that, yeah. And I'm gonna add this thing. What is it? Firing crew I five. Oh, Madam Trafini. Yeah, I have a six. <laughs> All right, everyone's is in there. I think Dr. Winter is first. I'm assuming Dr. Winter is probably going to wait and see what happens. Wait, like, I'm the first one to my, approach the scarecrow? Sorry, my text is actually five. Sorry oh, about that. that's okay. You can update it, and okay. it'll go into the next round, because you're low on this one anyways. Sorry, yeah. Delia, what was that? I was just saying, is does that mean that I'm the first one to approach the scarecrow? No, it just means you you're the first opportunity to do something, if you wish. If you don't, you <laughs> can just do a held action, which is, just means... If at any point, as we're going along this round, which is a six-second time period, um, if at some point during that time period you're like, wait, I want to do something, you can just interrupt and do it. Okay. So you yeah, just I'll hold just... back for now, though. Okay. Amos, you're tied on seven with Scarecrow. <laughs> I am going to hold which action means... on it, and okay. if it uh, does anything threatening, I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> okay. And it is jumping down, and I would say it's definitely looking... So from your perspective, you just see it jump down, and I don't know if you could see what it's jumping into because there's a lot of corn. Uh, so roll a perception, and we'll see how lucky you are at um, maybe there's a gap between the corn row that you're on. and can also move. I have movement action as well. Yeah, you, that's true. You can run up and, and check and see what's going on. So it's jumping down. Okay, I will uh, quietly go so that I can see down the corn row and see what's happening so that I can protect anybody that needs protecting if it comes to that. Okay, so roll your perception there to see what you see. Yeah, five's good enough to know that you think this thing's about to uh, you think attack Madame Trefini? Okay, as if it basically pulls back its arm or whatever it does to attack, yep. then I will open fire. Yep. It is going to die. <laughs> yep. Okay, then I will open fire uh, yep. with my heavy pistol. Yeah, it's definitely going to attack. Okay, I am, and I flip down my targeting my uh, my targeting eye. Okay, so describe the targeting eye. How does that work? Uh, basically, it's a it's a range finding device. It uh, assists me in picking up range and keeping on track for a target. Okay. Basically, it's an it's a, an attachment for my goggles. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, so there's there's first and yeah. second attack is there. I don't I don't know if it's is it flat footed since it can't see me. Uh, it, yeah, I didn't see you, that's right. So, it is surprised, uh, well, blindsided by you, sorry. Which means it's negative three, right? The six hit? I'm sure the twenty yes, does. Yes, it does. With its flat-footed, yeah, it does, uh, hit six. Even if okay. it wasn't, it hits. And but, how many, uh, how many extra successes on the twenty? You need three. that for my three? Yeah. This is gonna hurt. <laughs> there might be straw everywhere in a second I'm hoping so. <laughs> just have to find the damage step for the weapon. And you said three extra successes? Yes. Oh dear. First so, one. Alright. So this is a rifle? Is this a bullet then? This is my handgun. Oh, handgun. Okay. Yeah. And the wow. second one. Okay, so I'm assuming that might be a headshot then, basically. And the You're second one, not okay. so much. 
<laughs> not so much, but you know what happens? Basically, that first shot, you shoot it through the head, and it kind of starts to get off balance, and then it falls over as you make that second shot. Um, basically, the second shot killed it. Uh, there is no unconsciousness with this thing. But as it's falling, you think you heard something shatter, as in this thing actually has a skull or something underneath there. The other one's moving at all? Uh guess roll your perception and see and yeah with that shot i will say they will be moving shortly but um i guess it's going to be your choice here first though are you going to check out to make sure this thing is dead or look for the others first kind of thing i am in threat assessment mode so i will check for the other ones because it looks down okay so they are definitely reacting to that and you see that there's just empty poles now Okay, I will yell to the others, Out of the corn! And with that, you hear a clap of thunder. <laughs> and Madame Trafini, what are you doing? Uh, so... It takes one whole round to do that, so I probably won't right now. You did just tell us to get out of the corn. So I'm going yeah. to turn so you, and... Oh. You did see, just so you know, uh, this thing was basically reaching to attack you, it seemed, and then just its head exploded. And you could have sworn you saw as it went to the ground, a, a fragments of bone come out of this thing, not just straw. And... I'm actually going to duck down yep. and sort of pull open the, sca- the scarecrow. There are bones inside the scarecrow. All right, we'll look into <laughs> it afterwards, and I'm going to turn and start heading out. Leaving the, fi- leaving the cornfield as I pass by uh, Mrs. Cross, I'm going to be like, leaving now, dear, <laughs> and sort of pause just so that we run together. All right, and I'm assuming Dr. Winter will probably follow you too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as long and as this, Mrs. Cross is leaving with me. And Mrs. Cross leaving, too. I'm definitely leaving. <laughs> you want to go now. <laughs> All right. So heading out of the uh, field. And Dr. Oh. Winter could leave as well if she wishes. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. mentioned that, I think. Uh, I'm going to narrate through this next time because uh, okay. there is a kind of turn going on here as these things approach, but they are going to be a little slow. Um, so They we'll certainly are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, one at a time here, and I just remembered, and I just remembered another aspect of 1879. It's a little different. Um, there is such thing as like cover and things like that for those who are not comfortable with hand-to-hand combat or getting into the mix. Um, there is the concept of hey, I want to look for somewhere to hide behind, uh, you know, fallen over a table, a pile of wood, things like that uh, is definitely a thing. It'll improve your physical defense ratings and all that. So awesome. that is a thing. So Mana Trafini, you're heading right to the barn. Where are you going? Uh, I am looking, for, uh, as you just suggested, I am looking for some cover. Okay. You can find, uh, basically got a couple of choices, a pile of hay, um, a, how about a bunch of, instead of a pile of hay, about a stacked hay bales you could hide behind, or uh, the pile of wood, a scrap pile of wood uh, that I'm you were looking at before. I'm going to head to the hay bales. Okay. And... This is, go, go ahead. Are you got a, you're taking an action? Uh, yes, I'm going to use, let me just read the rank times 10 yards. So from there, how far from like where things would be would I be? Like in so relation you, to like- You think it's about 30 yards to the, okay, to the next so crow, scarecrow post, but you don't know how much yeah. distance those have covered Then yet. I won't yet. Then I won't do anything just yet. Because okay. they're not close enough to do anything. All right. Okay. And Mrs. Cross, what are you doing? Are you following Madame Trefini or going to another spot? So there's the barn. Yep. There's also the barn. That's another option. No, uh, sorry. That's where Trefini went, right? 
Uh, she's hi- it's a bale of hay outdoors, I think. Okay. A stack yeah. of hay bales. Yep. Um, there's a pen where the donkey was. Yep. What else is there? There's that old pile of wood that had the uh, the old pieces of the fence, and there's the barn itself. Maybe the barn itself. Okay. You're gonna go in the first available like uh, stall, kind of, and hide in there, kind of thing. Yeah, just in in behind whatever door there is. Yeah, uh, I could say so you could further in than Madame Trefini is that you can see her, uh, but kind of hide behind, maybe look through the cracks in the planks of the barn. Oh yeah, I just want to be right at the at, at whatever door, whatever there is, so that I yeah. can pop out with my pistol if I need to. Okay, uh, Doctor. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Doctor Winter is next. I think I'll be hiding behind Mrs. Cross because she has the pistol. Good idea, Amos. Uh, I am booking it out of the corn, and uh, once I am clear, I will turn and, uh, as soon as they show, I will turn and fire one shot apiece. Okay, so you, yeah. All right, let's see what the next round holds. Dr. Winter, I'm guessing you're probably holding and waiting to see what happens here. Yes. All right. Uh, Madame Trefini, you have tied um, scarecrows, which I'm going to say uh, you're going to see two of them emerging out of the corn now. Chasing Amos! <laughs> yeah. Are so, they... Would it be about t- 10 yards away? At that point, um, yes. That would be I'm a, going to uh, cast exactly Detect it. Spirit. Okay. And I'll get you to roll that, then. Okay, so it starts with that. Okay. Let's see if I actually... Spell. I'm going to look up, are there unusual astral entities? And Okay, and it's... Mystic Defense is 6, so you got that right on. Actually, sorry, you got better. You got 7, so... Okay. All right, so uh, I gotta look this thing up though. Are there? It's just are there astral entities present? Yes, there are okay. some malevolent spirits, not so happy spirits, yeah. uh, in these things. But that gives me some <laughs> that confirms some things that I was thinking. <laughs> All right, that, is that your action? Yes, and I'm All gonna right. be pulling out my my own firearm. All right, and I'm also you are running out of the the corn basically with these behind you. It's like they catch me. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the, since they beat you on initiative, I'm going to say as um, they come out, they you're coming out around the same time, and one of them's able to take a whack at you. Uh, maybe even a couple of them, considering uh, you're the one that... Uh, you're the only target, and you're the one with the gun. Uh, does seven hit your physical defense? It does not. Okay, so we'll go with the second one. Four also, definitely does not, so... Also not. <laughs> so you see that uh, a couple of them try to... Uh, basically slash at you with their hands and you'll notice that there's something in there uh, what their where their hands would be that seems looks awfully sharp it's almost like they have knives or something on their hands uh, just hiding underneath the the straw and uh, with that we go to yeah Amos what are you doing King away and firing one shot apiece okay I'll let you do that first shot 10 okay Second that shot. will hit. 20 will definitely hit. All right, so the 10, uh, that is n- not an extra success. The 20 okay. is two extra successes. Just check and see. Making sure I have that before. Just making sure my numbers are correct before I roll. Yep. Okay, so the first one, nine for nine. Right. Okay, <laughs> so nine. These have no armor at all, so you'll notice that you're basically shooting and there is... Um, yeah, there is uh, straw and fragments of bone, uh, and you hear a definite crack as you cause a wound to this thing, although these things have resist pain, so they can't be wounded. 
Uh, but it um, does hurt for it. Uh, so that's one of them is basically, yeah, you've, let's say you've knocked off a hand on one of them. And the damage for the other one. Oh, boy. Tw- okay, that's another headshot, basically. Yeah, you know, when you put right between its eyes and you definitely saw as just straw goes everywhere, there is like a skeleton underneath this straw figure. When it explodes, I will yell to the others, Beware their arms! They have some kind of blade! that I will basically uh, try and move it away from the others so that they can get a shot and not shoot me at the same time. Right, Mrs. Cross? Uh, you see yeah, he I'd... just shot one down and the uh, another one that he's shot in a hand off of. Okay, well so I'd like to shoot that. Um, right. <laughs> so what kind of weapon does Mrs. Cross have? Pistol. Oh, nice. So I just roll firearms to hit? Firearms test, yes. Okay, and... Ooh, three. Oh. So you miss um, as your shot goes wide. I'm assuming this probably has to do with Mrs. Cross being a little spooked by this situation, okay. <laughs> to say the least. As you hear yeah. another clasp of uh, thunder at the same time, too, and the whole thing just throws off your aim horribly. Yeah. And we'll roll another round. And you're actually on the top of this one, <laughs> Mrs. Cross. So you get another chance uh, yep. to hit this one. Maybe you, you know, take your... You know, take your wits. Oh, no. uh, you know what? I'm gonna. It's core, so I can put in a little bit of extra. Oh, you're doing some karma. Okay. Here we go. All, All right. right. 14 will definitely hit, and you will get an extra success with that shot. All right. As you so, if you look on your fire to its chest, it'll say uh, staging, and that's what you add instead of just plus two. Oh, I have a blank for staging. Oh, what I... weapon is it? Pistol. A robber. You got the staging or the equipment list up, uh, yours by chance? I'm going to look up pistol, see if I can find it. Uh, it's not under weapons for some reason. Under firearms. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Okay, let's look that up quickly. I have a light pistol as well. Is that equipment and then weaponry, firearms, okay. And is it light pistol? I haven't written that down. Oh, uh, okay. There's light, medium, or a breech or revolver or heavy. Uh, I'm assuming it's not heavy. Probably a medium. You need 14 strength for a heavy pistol. Oh, okay. (laughs) So the success bonus is plus three on a medium revolver, if you were to go with that. Or if you're going with a breech, it's the same thing. Um, If it was a light pistol, then it's plus two. Is there any... I I would want a light one. What what is your strength rating? It's probably garbage. Uh, Ten. Okay, it's enough to have a medium pistol. Then let's do that. All right, and yeah, it's just a little heavier, not much heavier. It's a little bigger, a little heavier, uh, but you get plus three to your success okay. bonus. So my base damage is six. Okay, and I guess you add plus three right. to it. Yep, change it to nine. Thank you. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's his new system, so <laughs> new stuff. All right, on ten, you deal this thing another wound. Basically, you see, uh, you basically knock a its whole uh, left arm off rather than just the hand uh, that Amos had knocked off of this thing. Neat. And who's next? Dr. Winter. Do you have any notions of doing anything here other than just kind of <laughs> hiding behind Mrs. Cross? Well, I don't think I have a weapon, so I'm not sure what I can really do. No, yours is unarmed combat we put in there, so um, you're more of a, a fist or punch or kick type of person, uh, if anything. And you probably don't feel like going up, I'm guessing, but I'll leave that up to you. That's your decision. 
I'm not gonna do unarmed car- combat with something that has like scissor hands or whatever. <laughs> I'll I'll just hang back. Okay, Madame Trefini. I am going to shoot it. Okay. <laughs> what are you shooting with? A light pistol. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll your firearms then. Okay, that would be seven. Wait, is it seven? Yes, seven. I will miss actually on that. Just barely. Just goes wide. Kind of look down at the gun as I shoot. Blasted thing! I barely know how to use you. (laughs) (laughs) With the scarecrow, is going to approach Amos, I think, and go for another attack. Uh, Let me look at the step of this thing. Yeah. Okay. Does eight hit you? Does not. No. So it is the one-armed one. So it, um, yeah, makes a feeble attempt to hit you with its one arm. Did not work at all. And uh, Amos, you're up last. Do the same thing as before. Oh, six. That just hits. Thirteen. All right. So I got to do a little bit of math here. Yeah. That's so that's my second you, attack. You blast it. Hold oh, uh, on. What? Go ahead. That's my second attack. Oh. Okay. Coming. Uh, yeah. Nope. All good. So now I'll okay. first shot. Yeah. First shot okay. is one success. Second one is two successes. Okay. First shot. Ten. Okay. So that's ex- yeah. Uh, it says death rating. So describe your killing blow on that one if you like. Having just dodged its blade, I put the muzzle of the revolver, or my uh, pistol, directly in its face and fire, blowing spell fragments everywhere. There you go. And it's down. Until next time, dear listeners, blessings and good health. Salutations and valedictions for the Boneyards and Boodrums podcast are narrated by Andromeda. To learn more about the 1879 RPG, please refer to the episode notes.